Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey moms, welcome to today's podcast. We are going to talk today about my top 10 tips for your most productive day as a mompreneur. You're juggling the kids, you're juggling work, you're juggling the house, you're juggling all of the things. So these are 10 tactical things that you can begin to do this week, today, and implement in your life and in your business. Now, let me just say, it was really hard to just narrow this down to 10 because there are so many and maybe in the future we'll do a part two of this or a complete overhaul of this list and go from there. And this is ever changing, at least for me, as what, as far as what I consider my top 10. But I think these 10 things we mentioned today are going to be great for you to begin implementing into your business and into your household and your day and your routine as a mom and as a business owner. So let's dive right in. Now, this is cool. So the first one is implement your evening routine before you actually start your week. Implement your evening routine the night before. So what can you do tonight to prepare for tomorrow? Maybe this looks like setting the kids clothes out. Maybe it looks like preparing some veggies for lunches the next day or, you know, folding and putting away that thing in laundry. And some other things I like for you to consider is what are those things that you can do to prepare your mind, your body for the next day? Like, can you wind down in a way that serves you better instead of sitting there on your phone scrolling all night looking at all the other people on social media that you don't feel like you can really live up to. So how can we alter our nightly routine to better service for the next day forward? How can you begin to prepare your kids, prepare you, prepare your house for the next day? And then how can you just kind of have a little moment of self-care, whether you like to shower at night or maybe you take a bath or maybe you just you read instead of watching Netflix tonight or what can you do tonight to just prepare for the next day? So think about that. And one of those things that I want you to include in your evening routine for sure is defining your top three things that you want to get accomplished on your next day. Go ahead and define those things because if you start Monday or you start Tuesday with no idea what you're trying to accomplish, You'll spend half the day trying to figure out what you want to accomplish, and that's not very productive. So how about we spend tonight? We're not going to do any action. We're not going to actually accomplish these things, but what can we What can we do tonight? We can go ahead and figure out what those top three things that we want to accomplish tomorrow are, okay? And make sure they're not like over the top, like write, create slides, and deliver this webinar. Okay, Maybe, but geez, that's a lot. So make sure they definitely are, you know, um, bite-sized, chunkable type things that you can get done and that really push your business, your life forward. And I like to define those the night before. I like to keep them as business related. I definitely have household things as well, but when we're talking about productivity in our business, that is what you need to do. Define those three things that you're going to do tomorrow that you're gonna be able to check off. Okay, moving on to number two. 
implement your morning routine. So now we're into the next morning, you have got an opportunity to implement your morning routine. And the cool thing about morning routines is, if you don't do it today and you don't do it right today, guess what, you got tomorrow. We've always got a new morning and I just love the morning time because it's just a reminder that God is good, His mercies are new every morning and we've got a new opportunity to start fresh and to just get some good stuff done. And so if you're listening to this in the middle of Monday, or maybe you're listening to this on Tuesday, whatever it is, like think about that morning routine and what can you do to really give yourself some space to be creative, to rejuvenate your soul and to prepare for the day ahead. I am a big fan of getting up before your kids, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, two hours, what can you do? How can you try today to get up 30 minutes earlier than normal before your kids. It will make a huge difference. When I get up ahead of the girls, it's the difference like, oh my gosh, like night and day. Like if I've gotten up early, my whole house knows because I'm happy. I'm usually singing to wake them up. They're getting songs for them to wake up. Um, It's not me stumbling in like half eyes, half open haven't had my coffee yet. It's not that I've had the chance to wake up and I'm happy and I'm excited. And that's just my personality. Maybe you're a morning person and you jump right out of bed no matter what time of day it is. But um, I'm definitely a night owl and I struggle with mornings, but I absolutely love them too. I love being able to get up ahead of my girls, get up ahead of my husband some days, and to just be able to spend some time reading the Bible, um, reading other books that I'm reading, in prayer, journaling, Uh, I spend, honestly, a good hour doing these things. And it's self-care. And it it takes a lot for me to be like, well, I could spend that hour starting to chip away at my to-do list or doing something else. But I've really been disciplined to not let anything else take away from that hour. And I just really allow myself to sit in that space for as long as possible. Um, And it's, it's proved to really, really impact me, my day, and also that translates to our family, to our kids. So definitely don't underestimate that and come up with your own morning routine for you. We'll do another episode more about morning routines so that you can kind of see what might fit work for you. But for now, that's what you get. So number three is ignore your phone. Ignore your phone for as long as possible. Okay, I know, like I've gotten a text from Lizzie's preschool teacher twice this week, so I kind of do baby my phone in the morning before school because, you know, you never know. But I don't dive into my email, which that's kind of jumping into tip number four, and I definitely don't open the gram. Like, I don't open Instagram. At least I try not to. And Facebook, yeah, that's, (laughs) I really don't. Um, Yeah. So, another story there, but you know, I just, Facebook is a black hole. And I don't tend to open it. And if I do, I don't check my notifications. Anyway, I've created a little bit of discipline around Facebook. But, you know, as much as you can, don't dive right into your phone. Because it's just one more thing to distract you and take away from what you want to accomplish today. And that goes right into tip number four. Don't dive into your email. Honestly, I don't dive into my email for most of the day. I like to get what I have planned accomplished before I dive into that email. And if you can outsource this to a VA or something, that is incredible. Now, going into top five, uh, tip number five is your top three. And we talked about this in number one, where I want you to come up with these top three. What are the top three things that you want to accomplish today that are going to drive your business forward? 
These should be things that are tied to an income goal. These should be things that are income producing activities. These should be things that directly relate to a bigger goal that you're trying to accomplish. Okay, so make sure it's not like, um, trying to think of an example. If you're trying to do something on Facebook, yet your top three for today is update a Pinterest graphic or something like that, or update your podcast graphic. And it probably doesn't tie to your top goal right now. So just make sure that those things relate and make sure that they are things that you can do in a day feasibly. Hopefully you can accomplish those three things in a day feasibly. And this way, when you get to your end of the end of the day, you can look back and say, holy moly, I finished the slide deck for that free class I'm doing. And, you know, I did that free coaching for my group coaching calls and I did an Instagram live. Yeah, this was awesome. This day was great. And those are just some little pep talks you can give yourself as you go throughout the day when you feel like you haven't done anything. You can look back over that and you're and you can say, yeah, I accomplished those top three. Awesome. It was a good day. So definitely be strategic about how you choose those top three. Now, number six goes into a little bit more of the mom life of things. And I love this tip. I am a huge fan of doing a load of daily, (laughs) a load of daily, doing a load of laundry daily. Okay, so I know some of you guys, because we talked about this on Instagram and Facebook. I know some of y'all like to binge your laundry. You like to save it all for one day, and that's cool, honey buns, but I think you should try a little bit of daily laundry. If for nothing else, then like towels and sheets and maybe a load of kids' clothes. Guys, I don't know. I think this will change your life if you get into this rhythm of like daily laundry. Just throw a load in in about an hour and a half, switch it over, however long your washer takes. It may not be that long, and yeah, and here's, here's the thing. Well, you let me just say, you'd be better than me if you actually did this. Some days I'm good, some days I'm not. But if you take that laundry out of the dryer and you fold it and put it away, holy moly. I, you know, it's so funny. My husband comes home some days where laundry has been done, put away, and it's no longer sitting on the bed. And he's like, did you, did you wash my underwear today? Yes, babe, I washed your underwear. Where is it? It's in your drawer. And it's like this whole like, (gasps) wow, you wash, you actually put the clothes away. It's like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's become a joke now that I, whenever I put laundry away that I wash that same day, it is a miracle in our house. Calling myself out there a little bit, but yeah. So do a load of laundry a day. Just try it. Okay. Especially all you binge laundry people, just try it. Number seven, Set your expectations and set them wisely, okay? Understand what the day might hold and be prepared to be flexible. If you have a kid home with an ear infection, understand you may not get everything done. You may not have the best day. He may need you more than he normally does. His nap might be shorter because the kid's stuffy and can't really breathe, you know? So kind of set your expectations and Hopefully you built a business in a way that it allows you to be flexible like this. Um, but also like having different work you could work on for these different times. For instance, if you're having to be like over entertainer mom today, like normally your kids play well by themselves, but today you're having to really supervise, pop your laptop up at the uh, counter and crush some emails here and there. 
two minute responses, boom. That's kind of mindless, right? Or maybe you're trying to get your organ, your email inbox organized. That's definitely mindless work. Think about the scenario that you're in. Um, definitely don't try to like draft an email uh, thing for your list when you're like trying to focus on other things. Think about those things that you can multitask really well and do those things in those places. And if you have a potential nap time interrupter, if you have a sick kid and he's napping and yeah, I would just honestly, if it was me, I would prepare for an interruption and I wouldn't let myself get into deep creation mode because I get really angry. <laughs> I get really irritated when I get interrupted in creative mode. Okay. Anybody else? So if I know I'm going to have some interruptions, which to be honest, we do most days. That's why I try to do the bulk of my creative work after they've gone to bed or in the morning before they've woken up. But woken up? Yeah, woken up. So y'all are getting the real deal today, guys. <laughs> but um, so yes, try to limit what type of work you do in times where you could be highly interrupted. Okay, keep that in mind. Set those expectations and be prepared to have to put on the mom hat immediately you never know. That's priority. And guys, hopefully we built a business that allows us to be flexible and put priority that way. Number eight is segment your work. This kind of ties into number seven, but this really is talking about chunking down your day into different chunks and what kind of activities can you do within those chunks. Okay. So in my masterclass, time management for the mompreneur, we talk about the different chunks of time you have in your day. For example, morning, for example, when the kids are at school, maybe you have nap time for littles, pre-dinner time, dinner time, post-dinner time. Like you have all these different chunks of time that you could do work if you wanted to. Now, I really, there's sometimes in my day that I reserve just for my family. And in the summer when they were home all day long, that nine to noon time before nap time was my family. Nap time was work. After dinner time in the summer, when they went to bed, you know, that tended to be work time as well. So you've got to figure out and be flexible during the seasons of your life, but understand that you've got different segments in your day that you can put different tasks. So kind of like what I was saying in the last number, in number seven, I reserve creative content creation type of things to times in my day when my family is a little more stable. They're not going to be highly interrupting. Um, this is early morning. This is late night. I tend to not like to do it at nap time. I will if needed, but that's, that's kind of the situation there. Coaching calls, I prefer to do them when the kids are at school. You know why? There's very low chances of any kind of an interruption. Um, podcast interviews, those are things that I like to do while they're at school or during nap time. I'm not doing those at night. I'm not doing those in the morning. You know, that sort of thing. So chunk down your days and segment your work. That is tip number eight. Number nine is bring dump list, not to-do list. And here's what I mean. Tomorrow, when you think of something to do, does it go on your list for this week? Or does it go on a brain dump list for later? This is like the biggest game-changing productivity hat I could give you ever. And it's changed my life. And even my sweet mom, she's figured it out. She'll, she'll just text me and be like, hey, put this on your list for next week. Put this on your brain dump. Or even today at church, she uh, we were leaving and she said, okay, have fun brain dumping. Because she knows this is like a routine. This is a habit that I do and have done for months and months. And uh, if you want the, the Cliff Notes version of that, go listen to episode 25 of Ambitious Motherhood and uh, you'll get some of that. But we'll definitely be redoing 
some tips and an episode on really how this has revolutionized my productivity as a mompreneur. But the biggest tip I want to give you today is that when you think of something to do, like, oh, my husband, he needs to update that that light in the hallway. It's gone out. He needs to order a new one and install it because it's like a light that you have no idea what kind it is and he needs to buy it and then put it in. Yeah, that's a true story. Um, that needs to go on the list. Or, ooh, we need to get a new air filter. Or, oh yeah, I really need to get Alexa to figure out how to play my podcast. Like all of these things, those are all true stories, by the way. All of these things need to go on a brain dump list, not your to-do list. Because you didn't start this week planning on doing that. Maybe the light you did, but you know, you don't want these things that come up randomly to derail your week. You want to be intentional about the week you're creating and what you're getting done and make sure you table and set aside a time to go through the list of brain dump things at another time. Okay. Um, of course, use your discernment. Sometimes there are things that involve our immediate attention. If a friend pops into town, I'm not going to be like, hey, I got to put you on my brain dump. I'll see you next week. No, that's an opportunity for you to like do that now. But you know what I'm saying? within reason, guys. But what I do is I have my brain dump list in Evernote. So anytime a thought comes up, that's where it goes. Um, And I, every Sunday night, will go through and assimilate it, which means I go through and decide what I'm going to focus on this week, what's back burner, what's priority, what's admin, what's, what can I outsource to my assistant, what goes to my husband, those kind of things get done on Sunday nights. So That is the Cliff Notes version of brain dump versus to-do list, but trust me, guys, it will change your world. Now, number 10, here's the last tip, and guys, this is kind of a mom thing, but I think it's worth talking about, and I think whether you have kids older or you have littles like me, it comes down to quality time versus quantity, and if you've ever like had just the whiny kids, like nothing is working. They're not playing with each other nicely. They're not playing at all, honestly. They're like pulling at your pant legs, wanting snacks every two seconds. What's going on? Normally they're fine. Well, honestly, sometimes they just want some quality time with mama. So if you can sit on the floor and play for like 30 minutes to an hour or whatever it looks like, honestly, it's just more about quality than quantity. But I've found that whenever I do that and give my undivided attention, no cell phone, no wandering thoughts, no laptop, just how much that fills their little tanks, and then they end up playing so much better together after that. It's kind of amazing. So um, whether, I don't know, however, however old your kids are, I think, you know, 13, 16, like that's the same. They just want some quality time. So how can we build some of that in to our days with our kiddos um, to fill their tanks up? And also I think to fill ours up, it definitely gives me a creative boost whenever I sit down and just, just play. It's so fun too to just watch how much they're developing and just be and be present with them and not be worrying about anything else. So I would encourage you today to do that. So I hope that these 10 tips have helped you think about how you can be more productive today and this week as a mompreneur. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead, screenshot the show right now. Tag me on your Instagram stories at Katie Fleming. I would love to re-feature your story as well on my Instagram. And guys, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast because every week we bring you new episodes and I'd love for you to be a part of our ambitious motherhood family here. So definitely subscribe. 
Hope you guys have a great, productive week, and I will see you again soon.